Hola mi gente, bienvenidos. I'm your host Lore and this is Creepy Chisme. Some stories and info are not suitable for all, especially young children. Listen at your own risk. Hola mi gente, it's your girl Lorde here with another episode of Creepy Chisme. How y'all doing? Me? I'm alright. I have a bit of a cold. It's not COVID. I took a COVID test. But honestly, it feels the same. <laughs> But it's that time of year that I always get sick. But I took a COVID test because I have some really fun plans this weekend and I am not going to miss out. So COVID safe. Hopefully I'll have some fun this weekend. So yeah, it sucks to talk a little bit right now, but I am going to just keep this short and get right into the episode. It's already pre-recorded. So I just wanted to jump on and say hello, a little warning, especially for my headphone listeners. There's a lot of background noise in this recording because, as you'll see, I'm sitting with my niece. So we had to record in the daytime, but that's okay. Uh, She had a lot of fun and we always have fun together. Now before I get into that, I have to tell you guys something. So on the last episode, if you haven't heard, go listen because it was great. Everybody loved it. I had a listener story on that last episode that I was asking for some advice. I had a listener say that sometimes they experience something tugging their blankets at night. And it made me think of a story that I heard in my childhood. So after I recorded that episode, I went to my mom and I was like, hey, do you remember this story? And do you remember who told me? And yeah, it was my tia Virginia, my tia Verge. And my mom also was like, I don't really remember the whole thing. But yeah, she's the one who told us. So a few days after that episode aired, someone reached out to me, who I believe I mentioned before on the podcast because she uh, sent in a story to me. Listener Mari, hello. She reached out to me and she said, that story you told about the girl and the hole in the wall, that's my grandma's story. I was like, I knew I wasn't crazy, but even better, I hope I can get the full story. And listener Mari came through and she talked to her grandma and she sent me an email that I have not read yet. So, I'm going to read it first here with you, mi gente. Like I said, this story was told to me a long time ago. I don't remember most of it other than a girl being taken into the wall. I hope there's an ending to this story uh, so that we don't have nightmares. (laughs) So, let me explain something. So, Mari's family, her grandma lived in the same neighborhood that my mom and her family grew up in. Does that make sense? You know, back in the day when everybody knew everybody, everybody raised everybody's kids. Yeah, like that. So my tias, they know her grandma. Actually, her grandma used to babysit me when I was little. Shout out, Miss A. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so let's just read this story. So just so you know, like I know these people. They're not just (laughs) strangers. (laughs) So Mari writes, so the story is regarding her mother. My great-grandmother. So it was not her grandma, it was her great-grandma. The house where they lived was old, like many of the houses in the area. They were kind of run down. 
When she was a little girl, she shared a bed with her sister. The bed that they shared was against a wall that had a hole in it. Ah, so it was a hole. Okay. Which usually had a board to cover it, but her siblings were being troublemakers one day and removed the board so the hole was open. When they were sleeping in the bed, she started feeling tugging on the blankets but didn't think much of it. She figured it was just the kids messing with her. Then she started feeling scratching on her leg. Oh, God. (laughs) She looked and there was a shadow of a hand. And then suddenly she was being pulled into the hole. At first, it was like she couldn't scream or call out for her parents. But then finally, she was able to yell out and her parents ran into the room. By the time that happened, she was nearly halfway in the wall and they saw the shadow disappear into the wall. And then that was it. She stopped being pulled in. But when she was out, she had scratches all down her legs. Thankfully, she was okay and nothing like that happened again. This is real life, you guys. This is not a made-up story. This really happened. Is anybody else sitting with their eyes open looking at the wall? So it's definitely scarier than I remember. But whoa. Okay. So I guess my first question would be, it's in the basement, but was it like, was the hole above ground or below ground? Because for those of you, I always forget that some people don't have basements, but for those of us who have basements, most of the time the basement is like half underground and half above ground. So if the hole was above ground, possibly since it was late at night, it could have been someone crazy. Remember, this is a rundown little town. Could have been a just a person, right? A black shadow. That's all she saw. That makes more sense. But the scratches. Why would they scratch the crap out of her legs? Oh, so scary. And then she also shared another story. She said it was the only thing she personally experienced. When she was living with her in-laws, she had to go to the back to rinse the mop. And she felt a very cold breeze on her back. And then it felt like very cold hands touched her butt. <laughs> She screamed and yelled for her father-in-law, who came running and asked what happened, and she told him. I couldn't help but make a joke saying she had a frisky ghost there. (laughs) So like I said, I know her grandma, (laughs) and I just picture her saying that story, (laughs) so it's even funnier. Uh, I do have a story of my own from when I was about 11 or 12 years old, which I can definitely share with you if you want. Yes, yes, Marty, yes. Uh, But that will take more time for me to type up. Anyway, love the podcast. I'm so glad I'm caught up now. And I do like the music that you've added. Thanks, Marty. (gasps) Thank you, Marty, for writing in. I loved the story. I knew I wasn't crazy. (laughs) Because after I recorded the episode, I was like, okay, wait. Did I just make that up? Because, you know, I've watched so many scary movies. I've read so many scary stories. But no, I'm so glad. I have actual proof that I did not make that story up. And yes, Mari, please send in your stories. All of you, any story, even if a ghost grabs your ass, send me the story. (laughs) Please send in those stories. Remember, just send them to creepychispe for you. That's the number 4YOU at gmail.com. All right, mi gente. I can't talk too much before I need to blow my nose. So let's just get right into the story I recorded with my niece. It's time to get creepy. So I am joined here today. (laughs) (laughs) 
There's going to be a lot of noises. Let, let's just get that out of the way. There's going to be a lot of noises because it's the daytime. Usually I record late at night when I'm by myself with all the ghosts in the house. But today wow. <laughs> I have a special guest with me. It's my niece, V. Hello, it is I. Who you've heard on some conspiracy theory episodes, which it's time for conspiracy episode number three coming, coming soon. soon. Oh. Coming soon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm working on it. I'm Pending. working on it. So today I chose V for this episode because I don't think I've ever met anyone other than her dad who has gone to Disney almost every year of their life. And she's now 13. <laughs> and I think this year she's going more than once. Yeah, we're going again in June. Yeah, that's a lot of Disney. But we are a Disney family. We love Disney. We grew up on Disney movies. Vani grew up on Disney movies. And... She grew up practically at Disney, so. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because when I told her the title of this episode, she was like, wait, Disney and Spooky, they don't go together. And I was like, yes, they do. So we're going to get into that real quick. But before we do, I wanted to mention that my latest TikTok has gone viral. I'm just kidding. It's not viral, but it's, <laughs> it has over 16,000 views. And that's a lot for me. So if you haven't joined my TikTok yet, just search Creepy Cheesman and go join. I recently posted the latest one about shadow people. V, do you know what shadow people are? Aren't they just shadow people? Yes, that was a trick question. Okay. <laughs> because I've actually been getting quite a few messages from people asking, what is a shadow person? And my response is exactly what I said in the TikTok. I don't know. It could be an alien. It could be a figment of our imagination. It could be a demon. I have seen the famous hat man. Now, hat man is a shadow that is literally a dude wearing a hat. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. And actually, V, we are in the room. The only room in this house that I've ever seen the hat man. And I've seen him four times. Two times I saw the hat man in the morning. So like as I was waking up and I, I wear glasses, so I didn't have my glasses on. And the first thought that popped into my head both times actually was, dad, what are you doing in here? Which now that I think about it, why would my dad be watching me sleep, right? Oh, <laughs> that's horrifying. Yes, exactly. But, like, that's what I thought immediately. I was just like, Dad, what are you doing in here? One time, the hat man, uh, it's a pretty large room. It's larger than your average bedroom, so it's pretty big. But where my bed was in one corner, I saw the hat man standing across, and there's a little door in this room that goes to outside, and he went right through the door. And in order to go out this door, there's little steps. So he actually walked up the steps, no noise, and he just went out the door. Like, he didn't open it, he just went through the door. That's terrifying. Yes. But it was quick, like it was like a whole four seconds. The second time really scared me. He was, again, my bed was in the corner and in the middle of this room is a pillar, a large pillar that my dad actually put like pieces of dry wood around so it's like a rectangle shape. He was leaning against the pillar, not looking at me. He was looking towards the windows of the room, so away from me. And he was like literally chilling, like he had his leg up and his hands in his pockets. Like a cowboy. You ever see like the silhouette of a cowboy? Like, Do you have a cowboy hat? What kind of hat? <laughs> it was wasn't it? a cowboy hat. Everybody always hat? says that. Was it like a top hat? What was it? It's more of like one of those hats from like the 40s. That's all I can say. My grandpa used to wear them. So like a cowboy hat. It's not a cowboy hat. No, no, like my grandpa Tony. Grandpa Tony used to wear hats like this. Uh, so like from the 40s, I think. 
that kind of hat shape. Many people have seen uh, a hat man with a cowboy hat or a different type of hat. So he was just chilling in my room and by the time I grabbed my glasses and put them on and looked again, he was gone. I saw him another time because again, this room that we're in right now is in my parents' house in their back basement room. And sometimes my dad will leave the door open. You can see straight back into the back room. Whenever I slept over, I would always make it a point to close the door. <laughs> I, I had to like go out of my way like, oh, I just laid down. I'm comfortable. No, close the door. Well, even when I record in here and I leave the door open sometimes, sometimes, it's scary because it's just a long tunnel straight to the, like it's a straight basement. Like you could see straight through it and it gets really dark and i have seen some weird movement over there so i always have to close the door and do you notice that door has a cross on it i asked you ricky if he put it there he said no but i think he did he better have (laughs) (laughs) it just appeared (laughs) you know like that moment when you're like don't look don't look don't look because you don't want to see anything But I looked anyway, and he was standing there. Just standing there in this back room. I didn't pay it attention. Like, I was just like, okay, he's there. And by the time I turned around to look again, he was gone. Now, the last time I saw Hatman, I was by myself in this room again. And when I woke up and my eyes opened, he was actually standing right next to the bed. So, like, if somebody were to stand next to you and peer over at you, that's what he was doing. But, again, he had no face. It was just a black sil- black shadow. That is- and it was daytime. And this room gets pretty bright with the daytime because the sun shines through the glass. It's not like a window window. It's like a glass type window. I don't know. It's a basement window. I don't know. And so he was standing next to me. So I opened my eyes. He's standing next to me. And he took his two hands and he pushed them down into my chest. And I felt it and it like knocked the wind out of me. The hat man? Yes. Oh. And it knocked the wind out of me and I was just like, <gasps> and I like let out a little scream because it scared the crap out of me. I mean, I would also be afraid if some random guy was like, hey, check this out and put his hands. <laughs> it was pretty scary, but that was the last time I saw him. And I think I've told this story before on a previous episode. I don't remember which one, don't ask. But that scared me. I've seen him and I told my brother, I think, that... Maybe he's inside of me. <laughs> Maybe he entered my body. I don't know, because I've never seen him again. That's and I felt I felt the pressure in my chest. Do you wear hats a lot? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> so that's my story. Is go check out my TikTok. Um, go like the Shadow People one. It's pretty creepy. Uh, yeah. So let's get into our story. Now, the reason I said I chose V for this is because her family goes to Disney every year and she sees a lot of these things I'm going to talk about. And now her Disney trips will never be the same. Yeah, I'm going to like think about these now. (laughs) So how many times would you say you've gone? So you're 13, so at Um, least 13. Yeah. Because they took her even when she was like... Yeah, when I was one, they were like, let's go to Disney. Yep. At least 13 times, maybe closer to 15 times. So we'll just say around there. But her dad, he's in his 40s now. Yeah, he's 40. And so he's gone every year too, right? Almost. I think. Yeah, that's crazy. Yes. (laughs) I mean, they keep adding new stuff. There's like reasons, I guess, to go back. That's true. They do update a lot. Okay, while at Disney, I know it is the biggest distraction because you're having so much fun. There's so much to look at, so much to do. 
But have you ever had anything strange happen to you at Disney? Whether it be in the park, in the hotel, in the resort, anywhere. The bathroom. <laughs> um, no. No, and okay. see, that's the thing is like Disney's so distracting. Like I could literally talk to a ghost and I wouldn't even know because I'm looking at Mickey Mouse twerk on the stage. <laughs> what? I've never <laughs> seen that happen. But I'm saying like they... <laughs> No, like, I'm serious. Disney's are really good about distracting people because you think about it. And in researching this, I'm like, there's a lot of old people at Disney. I'm yeah. sure a few of them have had heart attacks and died at Disney. And it gets pretty hot in Florida. <laughs> so yeah, right. people pass out from heat exhaustion. I know it happens. But it's like Disney has, like, the secret code, secret world behind the scenes that they're probably like, send out the twerking Mickey. Man down. <laughs> So everybody's like attention is away on the twerking Mickey. On the twerking Mickey, yeah. So it's, like <laughs> <laughs> and I'll get to more of those distractions uh, later because I do have a story to tell later. But yeah, so so I've nothing, heard, huh? Like, I've heard like urban legends and stuff. But I've never seen anything weird. I've never like felt anything weird. Okay, so like personally, you haven't. What about yeah. your mom or dad? Do you know? Have they I, ever said anything? If they did, they've never said anything about okay. it. So I wouldn't know. I think one time your mom said she heard something in one of your hotels. Scuffling feet. Tell me, a, like, a person. I don't know. Like, <laughs> in the room? Oh, no. She wait, said I've... she heard it in the room, but she also thought it might have been her grandpa because he used to scuffle his feet. But he's never been to Disney, so whatever makes you feel better, you know? So let's do a little Disney World history. And now please correct me if I'm wrong, anyone. But I use the most trustworthy source I could find, Wikipedia. So this is all 100% fact. I'm sure of it. Now, the company itself started in 1923 and was known as Disney Brothers Cartoon Studio, the brothers being Walt and Roy Disney. Then in 1926, it became the Walt Disney Studio and then eventually Walt Disney Productions in 1929. Now, in 1986, it became known as the Walt Disney Company because they're freaking huge. <laughs> they have an empire. Yes. Now, the company at this point was a leader in the American animation industry which then led into live action film, TV, and also eventually the theme park. Now, according to 2021 statistics, Disney is revenued at $67.418 billion. Now, even during a pandemic, the company still made over $1.995 billion. That's insane. That is. While other companies were dying during the pandemic, they were still they booming. They were thriving. So in the 1930s and 40s, Walt enjoyed taking his daughters to theme parks, which gave him the idea to create a land unlike any other. So in 1955, in Anaheim, California... I don't know why he chose Anaheim, do you? Because, mm -hmm. like, Anaheim is pretty not that great. No offense. No, no offense to you. Anaheim. But it's like, why Anaheim? Might have been a lot of land around there, maybe. I don't know. He chose Anaheim, California, and he opened Disneyland, which I've never been to. Me neither. Walt played a huge part in the magic and construction of Disneyland. But it wasn't enough because he wanted to go bigger. So eventually, after much planning and time in 1971, Walt Disney World Resort and Park was open. Ooh, yeah. Not only was it a magical theme park, but he created a whole 
city. Basically, they have their own fire department. It's insane. And it's huge. It's huge. They literally have, like, their own, like, streets and, like, highways and stuff. It's... it's And I'm pretty sure one day it'll be its own town. Yeah, at this point, all they need is, like, like, a mayor or something. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, so Disney... World was built in Bay Lake and Lake Buena Vista, Florida. Now, this property covers nearly 25,000 acres. Only half of that is in use. So I can't imagine double the size. You really would need a week to, yeah. <laughs> to just see everything. That's crazy. So this area consists of four major theme parks two water parks, 31 themed resort hotels. I can name them, not all the resorts, but everything else. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, nine non-Disney hotels, several golf courses. Who goes to Disney and is like, let's golf? I have no idea. Probably old people, I don't know. Probably, yeah, probably I... grandpas that you see in the park. <laughs> Hopefully they don't die of a heart attack there. Oh, oh no. Bring out the twerking Mickey. Hold nine. Hold <laughs> on nine. On the golf cart. <laughs> Mickey on the golf cart. Send the twerking Mickey a hole eight, please. <laughs> I can't get over oh. the twerking Mickey. <laughs> but we can both agree that um, Walt wasn't kidding when he wanted to create a whole world because he did the damn so that was just a brief little history for those who live under a rock and don't understand the capacity of the size of this company. Now, with a company this big, of course, good and bad come along with it. However, Disney does really good at keeping the bad quiet. But with that much money, I'm sure that they can easily keep things quiet no matter what the issue is. Now, Disney is supposedly the most magical place in the world. Nothing bad or creepy happens here. Totally. Well, mi gente and Vani, I'm about to burst your happy Disney bubble. No, not my happy Disney bubble. I need, <laughs> I need that. I'm going to go in June. <laughs> we are going to talk about some creepy happenings, paranormal stories, weird things, and some dark conspiracies and facts. All right, now, we've all been to Disney World, right? You and I, as yeah. in you and I, and a lot of people. And yes, when you're no, there. Sorry, sorry for podcast listeners who have not been to Disney. <laughs> some people hate Disney. Yeah, I, I used to have a few friends that were like, I would never go there. And I'm like, you know what? My dad, Papa, he yeah. was like that too. But when he went, he fell in love. I always tell people, you don't have to like Disney or Disney movies to have fun at Disney World. Yeah, like the rides are fun. There's good food. Yeah, stuff. there's a lot to do. A lot to do. Now, when you are there, it's almost this happy hi you get, right? Even the grumpiest person can't help but smile. I know this for a fact. <laughs> the first day we're there, I have this thing I like to call permanent smile. And mm -hmm. I just like, it's basically what it sounds like. It's, I'm just smiling the whole Yeah, time. you just smile. And sometimes you're just like, why am I smiling? I I'm know. in the line to go to the bathroom. Why? I'm in the line. Why am I smiling? I'm going to talk about that right now. Why do we do this? So, but here's my story that I have. So, my ex husband is the grumpiest man in the world. And we took him to Disney one time. I don't know how I convinced him, but we took him. And by the end of that trip, he was a whole nother person I've never seen before. And he was smiling. That What did you say? The permanent That permanent smile. Yeah, literally. So it works. Disney works. But there was this one time that he and I were in line waiting for some ride that took way too long than it should have. Yeah, the lights. The lights. The lights. 
The lines for the rise when we went are, like, insane. Like, we barely got anything done. Yeah, lines are ridiculous. And they're getting worse. So, Disney, you gotta do better. Figure something out. So, anyway, so we were in line for way too long waiting for some stupid ride. Oh, it was a frozen ride. Oh, my God, the line. Which is not even that great. No, it's... It's, <laughs> it's like, like a little boat ride. It's a fun ride, but, like... When it's you not don't, worth waiting for no. three hours. And this was like new at the time. Like I think it was new. So oh, it was a nightmare. I don't want to think about it. But <laughs> we were in line and I believe the ride is set in Epcot, which Epcot has like different worlds, it's like in, different yeah, countries. It's, it's in Norway. No, different worlds. Ooh, <laughs> different countries. Okay. So we're standing there in line and we start fighting, which was normal for us. So we start arguing in line and out of nowhere... Disney must have called on their Super Disney remote or whatever. Their twerking Mickey remote. Their twerking Mickey remote. All of a sudden, this Viking just comes out of nowhere and he comes right to it. Like he came, I saw him come out of a store and he comes right up to me. Yeah. And so, but it's like, how did he know us? Like here we are arguing with each other and he comes out. Then he just starts messing with my ex-husband. And long story short, we ended up letting go of the argument, laughing taking pictures with the viking and that was it when i saw him in norway he was like pretending to be a statue so then like little kids would like take pictures with him like look at the cool viking statue and they would like (laughs) he would like scare him it was funny (laughs) yeah he was super nice and like he like he was with us for a good five minutes and so now that i think about it i'm like oh somebody must have cued them that we were fighting in line now disney cast members are trained uh to handle certain situations and keep the happiness alive. So possibly could have been, he could have been cute to come by us, right? We weren't loud, like we weren't shouting at each other, but we were just arguing. We probably looked really mad. (laughs) Yeah, you were in line like. (laughs) Now, if people don't know out there, when I say cast members, those are the The employees, right? So they're called cast members because they're putting on a show. At Disney World, you will never see a sad, mad, annoyed, cast member they're always happy yeah like if i got lost in disney i would be like i would i would not be afraid to go up to the cast member and be like hey where are my parents yeah i always say that disney disney world resort is the best place to let your kids go loose because the resort is so huge like you can feel like you're on your own but like you know how to get everywhere yeah you know what i mean Like, Like, if you were like, Mom, I'm going to downtown Disney, she would be fine letting you go. Okay, bye. Because you get on a bus, it takes you there, and then you know which bus to get back on to come home. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, kind of like a side story, but in uh, Epcot, there was this thing called the Flower and Garden Festival, and they have a lot of, like, cool, like, topiaries and, like, flowers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they have these, like, little booths with, like, food. And they have them by countries. They have food from the countries. And so I went to go get these things called potato pancakes in um, by Germany. Mm-hmm. And so I walked all the way over there because we were eating in, like, a restaurant in Japan. And I was like, I don't want this. So I walked <laughs> over to Germany. I was waiting in line for potato pancakes. And then... They were like, hey, we don't accept um, gift cards, which is what I had. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, guess I'm getting on a line. And I texted my mom about it because I didn't want her to be like, why don't you have any potato pancakes? <laughs> so I got so caught then- looking at the twerking Mickey, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I text her like, hey, they don't uh, take gift cards, so I'm going to go back. I'll get something else. And, and then like... Well, I just said they don't accept uh, gift cards. 
And then as soon as I text that, my mom texts me back, Dad's on the way with cash. And it was like a 30-minute line. I, like, I wasn't Jeez. waiting in there again. I was so mad. <laughs> Ended up getting a burger. Aww. I was so sad. Poor you. I know. It, was just, it just reminded <laughs> me when you were like uh, going by yourself. And, like, waiting in line, and I combined the two, and I was like, oh, Germany. <laughs> <laughs> waiting in line. Oh, yeah. If you're going to Disney, you're def- definitely going to wait in some line. All right. So, like I said, cast members, they're, they're trained to handle, you know, some rowdy situations. Which brings me into my first conspiracy theory. Cast members are not real. <laughs> <laughs> cast members are aliens. No. So the theory is, does Disney use tactics to make people calm, relaxed, and happy? So in other words, do they use mind control on their guests? (laughs) Now it sounds crazy, right? Mind control. But it's not that crazy. Because what I found in regards to this conspiracy is, did you... You can hear the dogs playing upstairs. I'm so sorry. Did you know that in areas of the park, there are these little tiny speakers that look like circles? And you can find them a lot of times by, like, uh, bakeries, anywhere they're making food. Yeah, okay, but aren't those literally just speakers? Because They are called... I'll tell you the name in a second. They play music. I don't know. No, no, no. There are speakers in the park that play music, yes. But these are different. They actually blend into the wall. And if you're not looking for them, you won't see them. So there are these little speakers and they emit smells up to 20 feet away. Yes. That's why I could smell all the bakery. Yes. It's called a smellitizer. Now, (laughs) no, I'm serious. Now, you can find these on rides, outdoor areas, and even inside sometimes. Food places, like I said, and food carts. Now, one worker stated that she worked at a popcorn stand and had to turn these little fans on to push out the smell of the popcorn. This is why when you're near a bakery or food place, the smell is very enticing and most fall for it. I'm not going to lie. When we were walking down Main Street and you pass that one bakery where they make the taffy apples. Oh, the confectionery? Yes. When you pat, it smells so good. And I didn't even want a treat. I just was like, dang, that smells good. Let me go look. And then I ended up buying something because... Capitalism. It's not made just to make people buy stuff because it does get some people to do that. But it's actually made for a different reason too. So Disney parks house thousands of people daily. Thousands. And these people come from different countries, different places. So that's a lot of sweaty, stinky bodies and a lot of smelly trash as well. But in some places, you'll smell that that body odor smell. But most times for Disney, you don't really get that smell too be- too many times because they use their smellitizers to purify the air. Now, these smells sometimes can be good and bad that they emit. So sometimes it's a bad smell. So if you're watching a show or a ride, sometimes you can smell fire, oil, tires. I've never. Yes. On some of those, on some of the rides, especially that uh, Soren ride where you're like paragliding. Yeah. You can smell, that's a smellitizer. That's, that's part of the ride though. Yeah, but that's, that's what they use in the park too. Now, another thing to go along with this conspiracy is, is the way Disney is set up. Now I'm talking parks buildings, rides, etc. They all have a purpose for exactly where they are. Now, I recently learned that Disney hides huge buildings by using specific paint colors. Oh my god, I was just going to talk about this. (laughs) 
Now, everything has a purpose in Disney, every building, the colors, the layouts. It's really a Disney science. Now, I believe a video I watched showed how, like, you see all the happy, beautiful colors, right? You see the twerking Mickey. <laughs> you see the twerking Mickey. But then in the back, unless you're really, really looking, there's a grayscale, tall, ugly building that could have been an ice or had it been colored like black or red. The one I saw was just a big square. Yeah, they're mostly just squares. But they paint them in a sense, it almost looks like it blends into the sky. Kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you ever see those like videos on TikTok where they like take a random thing and they like match paint to it? I feel yes. like they did that with yes. the sky. Mm-hmm. So does Disney control our minds when we're in the park? Probably not. But they sure can help convince us to buy taffy apples and Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> And popcorn. Okay, but they're good. <laughs> they're good because they smell good. So next time, pay more attention to smells even off the ride. Okay, now a lot of people don't know that Disney World has a whole other world under it. A whole tunnel system for cast members to travel to their workstations. It's also used for costumes, electrical stuff, maintenance, security, and a lot more. Now, Disney is very strict on showing this area because it will ruin the magic. Now, Disney World has an entire whole town underneath the actual Disney park. Disneyland doesn't have as big an area, but they have a smaller tunnel system that they use. So to be honest, I completely forget about this every time I'm there. It's Not my control. <laughs> but it's they pretty cool. You to freak. <laughs> it's pretty cool though. Like you're pretty much on top of a whole nother world. That is a little scary. It is, yes. Like, next time I'm gonna stop my foot. Can you hear that? <laughs> Nikki, if you're in there, can you hear this, Dom? Now, a lot of conspiracies surround Sir Walt Disney. Now, the main one being... He's frozen. He's frozen. And hidden under his park statue. You ever hear that one? That's no, in Disneyland. Heard... No, but I heard that his frozen head is somewhere. Or that his, that's my next sentence. Oh. Or that he froze his head and is sitting somewhere. Some people think it's sitting like on a ride. Oh. <laughs> Not on a ride, but like in the setting of a ride. But did oh. you also know? Just imagine like you're riding the like, uh, what's it called? The Pirates of the Caribbean. No, that's his <laughs> real head. That's not, that's not a fake skeleton. Wouldn't that be awesome if he put his real skeleton in Pirates of the Caribbean? I mean, creepy, but. I feel like it would be haunted. Nobody though. would know that. Nobody yeah. would know. But did you also know that there was a rumor that Walt Disney was an FBI spy? <laughs> yeah. So some say that he was an informant for the FBI. In 1994, a book was published called Walt Disney Hollywood's Dark Prince. <laughs> Why so dramatic? <laughs> because it sounds dramatic. Now, of course, some of the stuff in there is BS, but some wild accusations... There were some wild accusations made against Walt Disney, including this one, that he was an FBI agent. Now, the theory stated that from 1940 until his death, he worked with the FBI. But here's the crazy part. There are actually FBI documents that bring some truth to this theory. So you can find some of these documents on the FBI website, just like you can look up everything else, including time travel. No. <laughs> You just have to search his full name, Walter Elias Disney. There are actually over 500 pages. However, many of these documents have been redacted, 
which makes him look even more suspicious. So like a lot of the documents are like blacked out. You can't see what they say. Now what we do know for sure is that Walt always was in agreement with the FBI to use his parks in any way necessary. What? Yeah, so like if, you know, a gangster there that's on their most wanted list is at the park, he'd be like, yeah, come and check him out or come get him, whatever. So he did help the FBI rid of communists in Hollywood because apparently Hollywood had a lot of communists around this time and they were supporting this. So he helped them with that. So was Disney in cahoots with the FBI? Mm. The family spoke against this accusation but did say that Walt was a listed contact to the FBI, but that's it. So do I believe this one? No. But I do think that he definitely, I do think he dabbled in FBI investigations, but only because I think he was trying to be a good American and reporting someone being a communist, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. So those were just a few strange conspiracies. Let's get into the spooky stuff. Believe it or not, Disney has had its share of tragic death. Some of these tragedies have sparked ghostly stories spread by many cast members. But let's begin with one of the most well-known tragedies, the Disney monorail incident. Now, I didn't know, but one occurred in Disneyland and one happened in Disney World. So the one in California happened first. The guy's name was Thomas Guy Cleveland. He was a 19-year-old who was trying to sneak into Disneyland in 1966. He climbed over the park perimeter fence and then climbed onto the monorail track. Now a security guard saw Thomas and called for him, but the tram was coming along and struck him, dragging him under its four carriages. After this tragedy, many have reported seeing the young man running alongside the tram. (laughs) That's creepy. Which... If you don't know, the tram is off the ground. Like, it's up. How do you even get up there? I'm sure there's ways to climb up there, like, if they have to do maintenance. So, yeah, people have seen him running alongside the tram, and others have said he's on the tracks. But then he'll vanish. Now, the Disney World monorail incident happened on July 5th, 2009. You were born in 2008? Yeah. (gasps) You would have gone shortly after this, probably. Oh, oh. Yeah. So in this incident, two trams collided, killing one cast member. Now there are three loops the trams follow. Two go around and through Magic Kingdom, one of the parks. One is around Epcot, another park, and it has sort of like its own little loop that it does. However, to switch the trams over, there's a track spur to get the Epcot tram onto the Magic Kingdom track. When this takes place, a lot of people are involved to make sure it happens correctly. At about 2 a.m. is when the incident happened. The parks were closed, but still around this time, guests are still trying to get back home to the resort. So the trams continue running until everyone's done. But they were switching tracks, and due to an error by the panel operator, it caused the two trams to crash into each other. 21-year-old Austin Winnenberg was lost in the crash. Now, because it was a human error, the monorail began service normally the next morning. Oh, Disney. That's nice. Yeah. Now, the 21-year-old man who was piloting the tram tried his best to work quickly by switching gears and reversing. Those efforts actually saved the lives of six passengers that were on board. So he saw the tram coming and he quickly reversed so that the impact wouldn't be as bad. Because otherwise it would have been like a really big explosion. Bad. Yeah, yeah. 
Now, in June of 1973, Bogdan De La Rowe was an 18-year-old man who drowned attempting to swim across the rivers of America in Disneyland. He and his 10-year-old brother were stuck on Tom Sawyer's Island past closing time, and the two boys then wanted to get to the main park after closing. So as they swam across Bogdan, carried his younger brother on his back, and about halfway across the rivers of America, Bogdan got really tired and he went right under the water. The younger brother ended up managing to doggy paddle across and get help, but Bogdan's body wasn't found until the next morning. And in Disney fashion, the park opened just a little bit late that day, but they still opened. Huh. <laughs> Great. Yeah, let's get the body out of the water and then, you know, open business as usual, guys. Yep. Another incident was in 1974, Debbie Stone, 18 years old, was working as a hostess at Disneyland's America Sings attraction. As the show began, she stepped way too far back and got caught in the rotating wall and the stage. Oh. Yes. <laughs> now, of course, changes were made so that this could never happen again. However, those who worked after the incident claimed to have heard a voice whisper to them to be, be careful. That's kind of wholesome, actually. Yeah, she's watching out for them. Yeah. She doesn't want anything to happen to them. So creepy. Yeah, yeah. If I heard that, I would still, like, die. Yeah. But... Now, this attraction actually closed down in the late 80s. I'm not familiar with Disneyland, but I heard that they opened that one now, I know you know the name of it. Where the stage rotates. Carousel of Progress. Yes. They opened the Carousel of Progress, which is my favorite. I love that. I love Carousel of Progress. I do, too. What's the song they sing? There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Yes, that one. at the end of every day. Yes, that's the one. Oh, I love that ride. Couldn't tell, but I was doing jazz. It's not a ride. It's a. It's no, like, it's like a show, but it the thing spins. The stage spins around, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. But not fast. Slowly, so slowly. But yeah, there's a reason. Like a... There's a reason because that girl got squished in the wall. Yeah. Pobrecita. Okay. Now, most rides at Disney and most theme parks have health condition warning, right? Every ride you go on is like, if your heart stops, don't get on this ride or whatever it says. Yeah, they always say that. Yes. They're like, if you have heart conditions, don't do it. Exactly. Now, whether the person chooses to abide or not is on them. Because, honestly, most rides say don't ride if you have high blood pressure, but yeah. I still get on. And that's the gamble I'm taking, you know? Yeah. Now, in June 2006, a 12-year-old boy got on the Rockin' Roller Coaster that's at Disney ride. World's no. Hollywood Studios. That's my favorite ride. <laughs> I'm gonna be sad now. Sorry. <laughs> now, if you've never been on this ride, it's pretty it's wild. It's fast. It literally zooms off from 0 to 100. Yeah, it's like 60 miles it's an hour. Pretty, it's fast. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Now, it zooms you off into a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster, but it's like, you know, the twisty, turny ones with like the loops and all that stuff, you know? It's like a real thrill ride. Yeah, it's, it's a thrill ride for sure. So when the ride came to a halt on this day, the 12-year-old boy was unconscious. Now, by the time he was taken for medical attention, the boy had passed away. They later discovered that he had an unknown heart condition. So technically, even though he read the warning, he didn't know, right? Yeah. I knew this story before, like, the last two times I went to Disney. And every time I <laughs> am in line waiting for that ride, and you know how, like, you get close to it and you can start seeing people go? Yeah. I'm always thinking, like, I wonder what seat that little boy sat. Yeah. Ugh. 
What a tragedy. That is sad. Yes. On November 5th, 2000, a 37-year-old man was aboard Splash Mountain. Now, he told some riders that he was feeling really sick, and he tried to escape off the ride to reach an emergency exit. But the ride was still moving when the man stood up, and the cart behind him struck him. Now, he was transported to a local hospital where he was pronounced dead. Now, Splash Mountain, those carts are pretty big. Like, it's not like a little log canoe. Yeah, no, it's, it's a huge a, one. Uh-huh. They're pretty big, yeah. So I can see that hurting somebody. Another incident was on June 14th, 2016. A family enjoyed themselves at the Seven Seas Lagoon. The parents lounged while their two-year-old was playing near the water. An alligator then jumped out, grabbed the little boy, and pulled him under. The next day, they found his body, and the cause of death was drowning and traumatic injuries. Disney worked to clear out some of those gators after the incident, but... Many still reside in the lagoon today. I'm not sure if because of this incident, but there are so many signs around the resorts. Yeah, it's like beware of alligators yes, and snakes. snakes, alligators, and snakes. I'm not sure if they were always there. I've never seen a snake. I've, apparently, there was one gator. We were on this um, like train thing. In Animal Kingdom, there's this little, like, section called Rafiki's Planet Watch, and you have to, like, get on a train to go Mm -hmm. to it. It's, like, not a very long ride. Um, But there was, like, a cast member in the last um, car with us where we were sitting. He was talking to the people sitting behind us, and he was like, do you guys see that huge gator down there? And we were all like, what? And he was like, as long as it stays down there, it's okay, as long as it's not up here. And I was like, why? (laughs) One time when we went, like, a bunch of us from the family went, a few of my cousins went for a morning run. <laughs> Crazies. Yeah, wait, wait. And uh, no, we were actually there for a marathon, but oh, whatever. Okay. And they told us that they saw an alligator or a gator. One time we went walking around one of the resorts and they had like a little man-made pond. Mm-hmm. But there was literally a sign every like five feet. Yeah. Watch out for gators. <laughs> Guys, there's gators. Yeah. They have a, a lot of boats now because we stayed at... A resort called uh, Port Orleans Riverside, which mm-hmm. is just Port Orleans Riverside. It's by the river. There's a river. Yes. And they have boats, like, all the time that go, like, back and forth. They're probably, like, that probably deters alligators, I would I assume. think Port o- Orleans is where the Seven Seas Lagoon is. No, that's... Where is that at? I want to say... It's like a little beach. I want to say beach club then, because I the know beach there, club? Is, there is okay. a beach there, because we stayed there a few times. Yeah. And there is a little beach with, like, water, but they have a rope now. Like, you can't go yeah, past. Yes, yes. You can't. You can go onto the sand, and they have, like, chairs and stuff, but you can't go, like, into the water. Into the water, okay. Now, I'll share one more tragic death story, and honestly, I think this is the most horrific. In September of 1992, way before your time, V, during closing time, a 37-year-old man entered Epcot with a shotgun. How he entered with a shotgun, I don't know, because... <laughs> they do bag checks? I mean, well, I mean, 1992, they probably didn't. But still, like, how do people not see this man walk in with the shotgun? But okay, it was closing time. He was looking for his ex-girlfriend who worked at the park. Now, security intervened rather quickly, but were taken back when he shot four times and took two workers hostage. He held them captive near the restrooms by the Journeys into Imagination Pavilion. And when police arrived and surrounded him, he let the two hostages go free. However, he came out of the restroom with the shotgun to his chest. And after a few exchanges of words with police, he raised the gun to his head and fired. 
I don't know if this place still exists. The Journeys into Imagination Pavilion? No, it's still there. I know where <gasps> that is. I've, it's probably outside the ride, Journey into Imagination. Yeah? It's, it's said by the restrooms. Okay, I know where that is. I sat at the bench there. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody killed oh. themselves there. That's the most tragic death. Most of these uh, stories and incidents, you know, they were harmed and then taken to the hospital where they died or were announced dead. But this one, like, he really died at the park. So yeah, a lot of tragedies have occurred in the happiest place on earth. But did you know that a lot of people have also tried to dump their loved one's ashes on the park grounds? This happens way more than you think. You wouldn't even believe it. So because this place is surrounded by so much death, I'd imagine that there are a few spirits wandering around. These next few stories and legends come from cast members who are in the parks often. I mean, to be fair, I want to hang around Disney when I die. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like if we're roaming spirits, I definitely want to hang out at Disney. I said this in the ghost podcast, but if I was a ghost, I would just go on roller coasters all the time. Like there's an empty seat, climb it in, let's go. Yes, I agree. I just want to stand there and watch Twerking Mickey. Yes. We're going to keep bringing up to working with me. <laughs> now, let's start with my all-time favorite ride at Disney. All-time favorite. The Tower of Terror. Though so the legend goes that during a cast member's last shift, they fell over and had a heart attack. Oh. The end. We're Just kidding. tragic <laughs> You lied to me. No, no, no. Now, because of this tragedy, when the ride is on, it's last trip of the night, a lot of cast members have seen an apparition of a man dressed as a bellboy, uh, either sitting on the ride or near the ride. Sometimes when he appears, the lights will flicker or the ride will malfunction and stop working. That's horrible. This could not be fact-checked though, so this could just be a cast member urban legend. Many have claimed to see the man. In Disneyland, a lot of cast members claim that the haunted mansion may actually be haunted. Around the time of close- Why is that funny? I don't know. Because it's just like, <laughs> guys, I saw a ghost. And I just like, I just imagine a conversation between two people and one of them is like, I saw a ghost and there's like, that's, that's the whole point of the ride, man. There's ghosts in there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> just, that's another decoration. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Around the time of closing, many cast members claim to see an old man with a cane riding the ride, who I believe has been caught on video before. He's seen so often that workers have tried talking to the entity, but he ignores them. Nobody knows who this man is, but he's friendly and keeps to himself. But he's not the only ghost on this ride. Many have also seen a little boy. The young boy can be heard crying, calling out for his mother. One cast member actually took a photo of the boy on the ride. So they claim that he's calling for his mom, right? Yeah. So I was thinking, and even the old man too, if they really are there, maybe someone dumped their ashes there. Yeah, because the little ghost boy, I actually read more on that. Some cast members say that they do like this... Um, Around the holidays, they do like this cookie thing yeah. for the haunted mansion, uh, like a gingerbread house. Oh, yeah. And somebody kept eating the gingerbread house oh. and they thought it was a little boy. So now they make extra cookies to give to him and he eats them. It's kind of nice though. I keep like literally I'm looking for the picture and it, I keep typing haunted Disney ghosts, ghosts of Disney, and it's all haunted mansions. <laughs> But not what I'm looking for, <laughs> because Haunted Mansion has lots of ghosts, but not real ones. That's what I was just talking about. <laughs> I know. 
So not just in the parks do they experience paranormal activity, but guests staying in resorts, hotels, have also reported paranormal experiences, strange noises, knocking on doors, phone calls to the room phone from no one. One woman even said she felt a body lay next to her on the bed. I'm sure with how huge the Disney property is, more stories like this will be found in the near future. Disneyland seems to be the most active right now, but that's because it was first and... There's more ghosts. There's more stuff happening there. Disney World is already 50 years old, and I'm sure within time we will have more stories and tragedies to tell about Disney World. So I'm I going. I hope that we don't. <laughs> so I'm going. <laughs> I hope that we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. So I'm going to end this with some fun, creepy facts about Disney parks that you may or may not know. Yay, fun. Fact number one. Caesar. Does the name ring a bell? Julius Caesar. No. He dated Pitbull. <laughs> Cleopatra. Yeah, Cleopatra dated Pitbull. But Caesar is a ventriloquist dummy that's in the Tower of Terror. Hmm. You may have seen him. Now, All one right. time... <laughs> Let me tell this story. The okay. so one time we were on this ride, and again, it was around that marathon time. So like a bunch of my cousins and I went together. It was the best time of my life. And we all went on the Tower of Terror together somehow. Because like we would split up all day, but for some reason we all got on this ride together. And the ride had just ended, and my cousin Chris was in the last seat next to the wall of the elevator. And he started screaming. Now the ride was over. The ride was done. And he was just screaming because next to us there were some ventriloquist dummies hanging like on the wall. And apparently he's deathly afraid <laughs> of ventriloquist dummies. Good to know. <laughs> but also in the Tower of Terror you can find lots of hidden things such as on the building permit it shows the numbers 10259, which actually represents October 2nd, 1959, the date that Twilight first aired. The Twilight Zone or like the vampire movie? The Twilight Zone. You just said Twilight. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, huh? Well, if you've gone to Disney, you know that the Tower of Terror is based on the Twilight Zone, so sorry. The full uh, name is the Twilight Zone. Sorry. Tower of the cast members at the Haunted Mansion are the creepiest. Now, upon entering what is known as the stretching room. Oh my the god, lights go I have something to say about Wait, wait, maybe it might be this. Uh, the lights go out and the room moves. Which, honestly, in reality, I think it's an elevator taking you to the ride start. But the way they have it set up is the room looks like it's stretching. Now, cast members have been known to silently move around and stare at guests in a creepy, chilling way. That's is that what you were going to say? Yeah. Cause, no, I have a story, though. <laughs> what, so what? in the stretching room, there's this part where the lights go out and there's like a hanging guy up above you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, ah, oh, scary. <laughs> yes, just like and, that. Yeah, just like that. And that's when the cast members always move. But there was this one time where... <laughs> Okay, there was two times. One time, uh, we were, because he was standing, like, completely still. And so when the lights came back on, we, we were like, where'd he go? And then we look, he's, like, right next to me. Oh, yeah. It was so That's scary. what a lot of people kept saying. Like, and they then, would um, just appear out of nowhere. Yeah, and then there was this one guy who was, like, the cast member was right behind him. He turns around, she goes, ah! And it was so funny. I did that. So I thought I would be smart because I heard that the cast members kind of scare people sometimes. So I was like, I'm going to get far away from them. So I tried my best to like move into the corner of the room. Well, what happened was I was in front of the other door that opens. And so when 
it got dark, like the lights turn out, the door opened, and the, that cast member that was waiting there scared the crap out of me. I almost peed in my pants. So, yeah, so yeah, creepy cast members, definitely, especially at the Haunted Mansion. They're really good at their job. Now, also on this ride, did you notice that in the part with the bride, you know the bride? Hate that part. Yeah. I got stuck there one time for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah, that ride always breaks down because people are throwing ashes in it. (gasps) I'm serious. That's what I, that's my conspiracy theory. Is every time the Haunted Mansion breaks down. It's because someone's trying to throw their ashes. Somebody's trying to throw ashes and they got to sweep it up. People who like threw their ashes like somewhere just like on the, in the parks. Yeah, actually. Like swept up. Seriously, when I was reading this, somebody, a cast member said like, if you want to um, bring your ashes to Disneyland or Disney World to throw them out, they were like, don't do it because they're probably just going to vacuum them up or sweep them up and throw them in the garbage, which is really sad. Yeah. (laughs) It would be like, oh, my sweet Dave is at Disney World and really he's in the the garbage. Yeah, Yeah, that's horrible. I'll miss you, Grandma. (laughs) We shouldn't be laughing, but you also shouldn't be throwing ashes at Disney World. Yeah, that's kind of your own fault if you're going to Disney to throw ashes there. So in this creepy part of the ride where the bride is, she has portraits of her late husbands who have all been decapitated. And you can also find his and her gifts where his gifts are usually broken. I never noticed that. Next time you should look. Yeah. Another fact is that in Disney World, I felt like that was like an Irish accent. In, in, Disney. Disney, in Disney, Disney World Pirates Ride, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, rumor has it that a welder named George died during construction of this ride. Now, cast members claim that his ghost haunts the attraction, and it's believed that if he's not greeted at opening and bid goodnight at closing, the ride will have a lot of malfunctions during the day. So whether this story is true or not, it's not a risk that cast members are willing to take. Therefore, they always greet him in the morning at opening and bid him goodnight at closing. There was also a rumor that Disneyland Pirates of the Caribbean ride had real skeletons as decoration on the ride because hey, Walt Disney... F- that earlier. Yeah, because Walt Disney felt that the fake skeletons didn't look real enough. Oh, well, Disney's, like, grave robbing? Or, like, what happened? I don't know where they got them skeletons. Yeah, where did the hello? <laughs> where did they get them? Yeah, seriously. I don't know if you know about it yet, but I've heard about this one. Club 33. Yes, I saw the door to get You in. saw it? I've yeah. never seen the door. It's, uh... There's actually a few... There's only yeah. two doors, I think, at Disney World and two at Disneyland. I saw one. Do you want to know where it is? Where? Um, tell us. Tell us. Oh, tell us. <laughs> so we call... There's this one bathroom in Disney. We call it the famous bathroom because, like, every Disney trip, we always go into that bathroom. Like, okay. Like, all three of us. And it's by um, America. Like... Oh, in Epcot? Yeah, in Epcot. Okay. And it's by... I should have started with that. It's <laughs> should have started with it's in Epcot, guys. Um, it's by America in Epcot, and Dad went to the bathroom, so I was waiting outside, and I saw um, Mom was like, "V, scan your magic band right there," and I was like, "What?" I thought it was like a hidden thing, and I, they were like, "It's Club 33," and it, it was. There was like a little place. Yeah, uh, to Club scan your 33. Band. So, what is Club 33? Well, it's a secret club for adults only. Now, it's now more for the elite, you know, the rich people. But before then, it truly was a secret club. 
It was created first in Disneyland to entertain celebrities and investors. And the price to join, you ready for this? 10 million. No. Oh. The price to join the club is $33,000 plus another $15,000 every year. It includes access to all club locations, a premier passport for one, a spouse, and any children under the age of 26. Oh, I'm so happy they include people under 26 yeah, as I know, children. That's the most important. <laughs> 51-day hopper passes. Yeah, children under 26. Wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> that's really- what I was like. That's great, Disney. Yes. <laughs> yes. 51-day hopper passes, five day-long VIP guided tours, access to a private concierge service, and a limited number of instant fast passes reservations. Now, as of now, only 500 people are actually members of the secret club, and it has a long waiting list that hardly ever accepts any new members. Man, must be nice to be rich, huh? For <laughs> <laughs> real. Yeah, I know. Now, today... Well, in the past, the doors were also made to blend into the decor. Yeah, I never noticed it before. Yeah, but today, some of the doors are a bit more decorated and have been open to some guests to just see the magic behind the door, but only special guests. Now, here's one V. Now, you've been there more than I have. Cats in Disney World. Have you ever noticed yes! a cat? Oh, my God. I, I forgot about that until <laughs> yes. right now. Now, remember we talked about how Disney's really good at distracting us. Okay. With the twerk and Mickey? With the twerk and Mickey. Well, actually, when you were talking about the bathroom, I'm like, I don't remember ever going to a bathroom in Disney. Oh. Like, in the park. So Because I'm so distracted that I don't remember the bathroom. You remember to go to the bathroom? I'm sure I did, because we're there all day. Anyway. I hope so. (laughs) See how distracting Disney is? Now, yes, cats. They have them around the parks as pest control did you know that i didn't know i didn't know why it was there I thought yeah there's there are tons of cats around the parks many cast members are trained to keep them away from guests yeah the one we saw was like speaking of the imagination pavilion it was by there there's like this little like hill thing and Mm -hmm. they put like for the flowering garden i think they had like flowers on it and stuff and um there was this random cat sitting there we were all like is that a cat Yes, they have a lot. It was a cat. Apparently, it's a lot of cats too. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I wonder if they let them out more at night. You know what I mean? Probably. That would make sense. But yes, they do have them around. They also have a lot of geese on the properties. No reason, just because. (laughs) Wow, I love geese. And they are said to be the most dangerous animal, even more so than the alligator. It's best to leave these animals alone because the geese, yeah. Oh. Geese are known to chase guests, bite guests. Um, so it's best to leave these animals alone, including the cats, because they are not house cats. Like, they are made to be... What's the word I'm thinking of? There's a specific name. Like, they're made to be outdoor cats and to eat mice. Another fact is there are actually abandoned parks on the Disney property. I did hear about that. Yeah, what some might not know is that there are some abandoned parks on the Disney World... I just repeated the same thing. You did? <laughs> These were known as de- guys. There were actually. <laughs> I don't know abandoned- why I wrote the same <laughs> sentence. Though. Guys, there are actually abandoned Disney parks. Anyway, did you guys know that there are abandoned Disney? <laughs> <laughs> did you know? 
So these parks were known as Discovery Island and River Country. So Discovery Island was 1999, River Country was 2001. And the rumor is that Discovery Island was shut down due to mistreating of animals. They had a lot of exotic birds and stuff. Now River Country was closed because guests weren't that interested in it. Didn't get a lot of visitors. Now both of these parks are still up, but have been pretty much left to rot and remain untouched. So they're pretty much ghost town. Finally, ghostly images can be seen on video surveillance. You can find these videos online, but Disney was quick to say that these videos were a marketing ploy to gain exposure. Um, what? yeah, okay, billion dollar company. Yeah, we mean exposure. It's not like... <laughs> Yeah, it's not like you have tons of vloggers that go Exactly. There so they have, there are some videos like on YouTube, TikTok, of like Disney security footage of actual spirits and ghosts that appear in the park. But yeah, Disney was like, no, no, it's just a marketing ploy. Don't worry, guys. Get the twerking Mickey. <laughs> I just imagine there's like a ghost video and it's just like all of a sudden just twerky, twerking Mickey in the background. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. So yeah. Even guys, get the twerking Mickey. <laughs> so even the happiest place on earth has its flaws and tragedies. And Disney is just very good at hiding or deflecting these situations. Also, even though these tragedies occurred, it doesn't stop true Disney lovers from planning another trip. Yeah, like us. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a lot. I did. I did learn a lot today. Disney's not just all happy and sunshine. I mean, when you're there in the park, you're having so much fun that you tend to forget a lot of the bad, including going to the bathroom. I forget about my schoolwork. <laughs> because apparently I can't remember going to the bathroom at Disney. I forget about my schoolwork. Oh, really? Like, like... <laughs> Uh, my mom was like, oh yeah, take your computer. You could do some of the schoolwork while we're on the trip. I ended up doing all of it in the airport. Oh. And if there's anything that we can take from this episode today, it's read the warnings and don't take your loved one's ashes to Disney. And always look at the twerking Mickey. No, don't look at the twerking Mickey. Oh yeah, you're look right. Look for the distraction around. Yeah, you're that right. That they're trying to keep you distracted yeah, okay. from. <laughs> don't look at the twerking Mickey. Don't do it. <laughs> Well, did you learn anything? Uh, I learned about a lot of tragedy, <laughs> which I did not necessarily want to learn. Well, next time you go to Disney, I want you to go to the pavilion, take a picture there, okay. see if you see any spirits. Probably not. Rock and roller coaster. I'm praying that we're going to go there because we didn't and I'm sad. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for joining me, V. It's always a pleasure. And uh, all you out there, stay tuned because we will be back with a conspiracy episode soon enough yeah i'm gonna be back i'm on the podcast again <laughs> celebrate guys mark your calendars i hope you guys enjoyed that little episode with me and my niece uh she's getting so big <laughs> but that's more exciting because i could share more of these crazy stories with her and she seems to like them so <laughs> if you haven't already go follow me on social media you could find me on instagram tiktok Especially if you used to like my Freaky Friday uh, videos, go follow me on TikTok because that's pretty much what it is. And I put two to three out a week. So go join me there. And I'm starting to think that I might do some live videos there. <gasps> I, I know, that's crazy, right? Uh, where I have people just share their paranormal experiences or whatever creepy crap they want to talk about. So don't forget to go join me there. But that's in the future. That's in the future. 
<laughs> if you enjoyed this episode and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to give me a five-star rating and a review. I could use a review, y'all. Don't forget to share this with a friend or family member who might like this episode, especially that Disney lover. And yeah, give them something to think about next time they're at Disney. Have a great week, everybody. Gracias por escuchar y nos vemos pronto. Creepy Chisme is created for entertainment purposes only. Thanks for listening and don't forget, stay creepy and spread the chisme. Adios mi gente.